Hey guys, welcome to episode two of this visual podcast that I don't have a name for yet. This is a podcast where I talk about my personal development journey, especially as it relates to my art and my productivity and my business in general. Um, as, as an artist who has struggled a lot with things like depression, anxiety, self-loathing, procrastination, and more. So, okay, so the, the visuals that you're seeing right now, it's going to be a little bit weird. Right now it looks normal. It's, it's a time lapse of the f- sketch and the beginning part of the artwork. And then later on, it turns into like um, a real-time part of me detailing the end of it yeah i'm still figuring out the best way to screen record so sorry yeah it's just gonna be a little weird in that and this one's just gonna be weird okay anyway so i feel like there's a lot that i can update so i had to really yeah like whittle down i think the important part but i would like to start with telling you a story of how posting the first episode like how how that went, as well as the Instagram post that went with it, which is the actual image that I posted on Instagram. And then I wrote a pretty long caption kind of talking about the same things that I was talking about on the first episode. And okay, so some of you might be thinking, oh, you know, like I made the first episode, then I wrote this thing, and then... I went to Instagram and YouTube, I wrote out stuff, and then I clicked publish, and and there it is. It could not have gone so much the other way. Like, it was a street fight to try and get that stuff up online. Um, I really battled with my head for a really, really, lo- really long time um, when I was posting it. After I recorded the, the, the voiceover of fir- the first episode, I was feeling pretty happy about it because I, mean, I think many people could tell how excited I was um, after it. And so I listened to it over to like make sure that I got all the like links and all the things that I mentioned. And then I listened to it a second time and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> who would listen to this? Like who would care? It was all the self-doubt came in, like all of it. And I just had to try and remember that, like, just from all the things that I've read so far, you know, self-doubt, it's it's part of it. It really is part of it. But at the time, it really felt like it was fact that this is just stupid, that this is like, who would care? But I I had an even harder time with the Instagram post um, because on Instagram, there's a lot more people that I know personally who follow me there. Uh, So kind of just putting it out there that, hey, I have issues. (laughs) That was really, really not easy. And so in the moment up to the point where I had to click publish, I sat in front of the computer for I'm not kidding, like an hour just staring at that publish button and and just like coaching myself, trying to anyway. At first I was really like, no way, there's no way I can 
like click the button. And I even started writing an email to my coach being like, I, I can't do this, you know, like, I don't know what to do. And I was and then like, I had a I had a session with her maybe in a couple days or something or maybe the next day and I was like okay you know what I'm just not gonna post it until I talk to her because she's gonna you know she's gonna help me out and one of the things that I was working on with my coach in the beginning is a lot around to do like a, a lot bleh, a lot to do with um, giving myself approval like giving myself my own approval like not needing other people's approval, um, kind of just believing in myself, trusting myself, that kind of stuff. And one of my mantras for like the first two weeks of working with her is just like, I can give myself approval, I can give myself approval, all that kind of stuff. And so when I was thinking I'm going to email her or I'm going to wait until I talk to her before I post this thing, I then started thinking like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> Just Katie, wait a second. You're allowed to give yourself approval. You're allowed to give yourself approval. And I kind of just repeated that in my head over and over. And then I started to think like if I if I talk to her the next day, I'm really sure that what I was really looking for was permission. I was looking for her to tell me that it's okay to make this post and to publish it. And so I just said it over and over, I can give myself approval, I can give myself approval, and it was hard, you guys, I didn't believe it, I completely didn't believe it for a while, um, and when I was, when I finally clicked that button, I still don't think I fully believed it, but, uh, I, I think I just was like, if, I, I really imagined, if another artist that I liked wrote this post, I would really like it, like, I would really love to read it, um, so I kind of gave myself approval in that way. But as soon as I clicked that button, you guys, it it's not as if I was like, ah, I'm so proud of myself. It was, oh my God, it was such a struggle. I had to like, like keep my phone somewhere else to keep myself from like immediately trying to go and delete it. Um, and that's all I did for like a good 30 minutes after was just like, trying to hold myself back from going online and deleting everything and just thinking like ah this is uh, no one cares no this is stupid doesn't matter and and then luckily though um i saw like i got a notification on instagram and someone wrote a comment on the post and i didn't even read the comment but i just saw that it was a long comment and I immediately, this is a bit embarrassing, but I immediately started crying, <laughs> to be honest. Um, because I knew that a long post, like a long comment, usually meant that, you know, someone someone felt resonated with that message or someone, yeah, that message resonated with somebody. And so I was like, I just felt, I don't know what it is, but I, I really, I did. I started crying because I was like, it's hard to explain for people who don't get it, but I'm sure many of you who do, right? Like when you're in the middle of like shame and worry and fear, you really think that what you just did or what you're about to do, your brain really thinks that you're about to kill yourself, right? Like your brain thinks that you're about to, you're making a suicidal move in some way that like it thinks that 
you're going to do something so bad that you'll never be able to find connection and you won't be able to pass on your genes. Like that's what your brain is thinking. Um, and so it's translated to me and like, I'm never, people are going to hate me. People are not going to talk to me. Like, this is so embarrassing. People are going to think I'm like looking for attention and that's so gross and embarrassing. Um, ew, like, why would you admit that kind of stuff? Um, and so, yeah, your brain thinks that you're, you're seriously about to endanger your, your possibility of finding connection again in the future. So that's what it felt like, right? It really felt like you might have just made like the biggest mistake in your life. And so when I like got that notification and I saw that there was a long comment, it was like such a huge relief, even though I had no idea that comment could have said like the worst things. But I don't know. I, I just kind of knew that like somebody resonated, like one person resonated with the message. And so I started crying and then I went outside and I just, for some reason, wanted to be outside. I stood under the sun for a good 10 minutes or something. And then I went inside and then finally I let myself look at the comments and look at the, the yeah, the, on the YouTube video and an Instagram and, oh, you guys, <laughs> it's so weird, like, what was all that worry for, really, you know? Um, like, nothing, honestly, nothing compares to reading so many comments. Not even so many. Like, I think maybe I've gotten, in, in previous videos where I've gotten comments that are just telling me how what a great artist I am or whatever, like, I mean, of course I appreciate that. But having, like, 20 to 30 comments telling me that you guys are my people, that you were, like, I get you, like, I'm your person, nothing beats that, seriously, nothing beats that, it was, it's, uh, it's a, it was a really surreal feeling, and it's so awesome, and it made me feel so, so thankful that I did it, that I posted it, and I was like, yes, uh, <laughs> we did it, <laughs> I, I, I was able to make that post, and made hopefully somebody else feel a little bit more connected and feel a little bit less alone, um, which was just really, really exciting. So yeah, so it wasn't simple. It wasn't an easy click of a button. There was a whole lot of drama in my head when I made all of that. And I'm hoping that this time it's going to be a little less dramatic, even though I'm sure it'll be still scary. And even before I started recording this, I didn't feel ready at all. I felt really like, oh, what am I going to say? Like, like, who cares? Who cares about you? Um, yeah. But anyway, so that was just a little story. Now I think it'd be a good time to start talking about what I've been up to in terms of like personal development and art-related like progress. Uh, so I think I should just update about like at least my routine that I do. Uh, in the morning, I, I've changed it up a little bit just to suit my taste, but in the morning I do my affirmations first when I remember to. <laughs> if I don't remember, then I just do it right after my run. But in the morning I do my affirmations. And what affirmations are, it's pretty much um, you have a sentence of a goal in a sense. Like it can be a goal, it can be other things. Um, I'll give some resources below in the description link if you'd like to learn more about affirmations, but 
it's pretty much where you you kind of visualize and you do this routine of talking to yourself this one sentence which is your goal and in the beginning I I had stuff to do with like my confidence or my shame or whatever and so I was you know I was doing some I was saying something like I can give my own approval like I said in the beginning um I think something like what other people think is their business um and I would write that down 15 times um in the morning on a piece of paper and although that was good it from what I've learned about affirmations it's really nice when they're concrete when they're like when they have kind of a target or a goal. So just saying like, I want to be more confident is not really helpful. It's, it doesn't feel as, um, it doesn't produce the same emotions in your body that, that some other more specific goal can. And that's kind of the most important thing about affirmations is that it's supposed to elicit a really strong emotional response when you write it, which is why tweaking it and working on the language and using really nice wording is really important because you want to find that really sweet spot in, an, in a sentence to give you those really good feelings. And uh, so although I liked the stuff about confidence that I was I was doing in the beginning, it did feel a little too vague and uh, I didn't know what else to do at the moment, at, I mean, at the time, but um, I recently I changed it with my coach. And okay, it feels a little embarrassing to say out loud, but I'm gonna tell you. Currently, my affirmation is I am ready to celebrate receiving $1 million from my authentic art. That's honestly really embarrassing to say. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. But So the reason why we decided to go with that one is because we were working on one week where we were working on like my relationship with money and um, just kind of like it's to try and uncover what kind of beliefs I have around money. And it's definitely revealed a lot of things because I had a lot of resistance to that, right? Like I'm sure most people would because a lot of the resistance have to do with like, oh, wow, like are you only in it for the money then? Or, um, you know, a lot of judgment about like, who do you think you are? Like, like there's some amazing artists who aren't making a million dollars. Like who do you think you are that you can make a million dollars? And... It was, yeah, it revealed a lot. And though I've been feeling more okay with it because I've done it like for about a week and a half now. And at first it wasn't authentic art. At first it was just from my art. But I made it more specific because I don't want to make art that it doesn't feel like me, but I knew it would be popular and then I make a lot of money from that. I don't want that. That wouldn't make me feel good. I want it. I want to make good money from like obviously from what I feel like is truly something I would make pretty much I don't want to sell out right but anyway I was listening to a podcast from Brooke my favorite person you guys know that I talk about her all the time 
I don't remember what podcast it was, to be honest, but she did talk about how, like, um, when you're making a goal and when you're, like, um, making, yeah, a goal and affirmations in general, it's really difficult to make a goal be something that has to do with your mind. So, for example, like, yeah, I want to be more confident. It's really difficult to make that be a goal because... It's again, not only is it vague, but it's really hard to work on your mind with your mind. If you have an external goal, but have like an intrinsic motivation, as in it's for yourself, it's not for like, it's not for like you so that you can be popular or something like that. I mean, it depends. I'm, it, I'm still working on this, okay? I'm not the like most fluent person with this stuff, but one day. Anyway, she was talking about how like when you have a concrete extrinsic goal as in like you can you can you can have a physical proof whether you met that goal or not right like it's measurable it's a lot easier to work on your mind that way because you have to change your mind in order to achieve that goal so for me to make a million dollars I have to become more confident. I have to be more sure of myself. I have to give myself approval. I have to trust myself. You know, like, making a million dollars, like, all the stuff I actually want comes with it. Like, I have to become that person in order to get a million dollars. So that was one of the big resistance that I had about affirmations is... I was just thinking, like, I don't care about the money. I don't actually want the money that much. I just, what I want more than anything is confidence. What I want more than anything is, like, to not hate myself, all that kind of stuff. And so I was really like, I mean, is this really a good goal? Do I really want it? Like, this doesn't feel authentic to me, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as I understood more and more and, like, really, really, like, believe that yeah I do have to become that person I want to be in order to make that kind of money in an authentic way I've been feeling really good now about that affirmation so that's what I do I would write down 15 times that affirmation and then I would give myself like a visualizing session where I actually imagine like seeing what is it nine zeros yeah nine zeros in my bank account um, and I imagine celebrating and that's why I put the word celebrate too, because you really want to get that like really good feelings coming out of it. Um, when you say that sentence, like I can really imagine myself celebrating. Um, and yeah, and I've like, not at first, but now I have really good responses from it. Like I can really, I start, I notice that I'm starting to smile while I imagine it because I'm really getting that emotion of like celebration and feeling good. Um, I get like shivers down my spine, which from a quick Google search, it means that like your brain has like released some dopamine, which is like the pleasure. It's the pleasure hormone, which is good. Like that's what you want. You know, you want your brain to be creating all these great hormones for you so that then you can make decisions that are more good <laughs> more real more true like you just make better decisions when you're coming from a good place right so those are like that's my first thing and that feels awesome to start the, the day that way and then I take 
like a 40-minute run in front of the TV. I watched This Is Us, <laughs> which is such a good show. It's such a feel-good show. Sometimes it's really sad, but it's like brings up a lot of nice emotions. And after my run, I shower, get ready. And something that's super important while I shower and get ready, I have speakers where I've made a playlist of like songs that just make me dance like I can't help but move my hips when I listen to these songs and so I made this like no shame playlist where I have the best songs like Call Me Maybe, um, Nick Jonas, like um, Justin Bieber, I don't care, no shame songs where I'm just like if I want to groove I'm gonna groove and so I make that playlist play every time that I'm getting ready and showering. And so I start the day feeling really like dancey and good. And then after that, I do um, a thought download, which is the stream of consciousness writing that I told you guys about before. It's pretty much where you write down whatever is on your mind. I sometimes pick a topic to help you know, get it going, because sometimes, like, you kind of just draw a blank if you're just like, I'm going to start writing down whatever I think. So sometimes I'll be like, hmm, what do I think about this? Um, and lately what I've been doing is, like, what do I think about my money affirmation in the morning? And so that helps reveal a lot of my beliefs about money to help, so then that will help me, like, help inform me, you know, like, what's blocking me from earning money, that kind of stuff. And then I do one model, which is like I take, okay, I'm trying to think if I should explain a model. I mean, I really hope that if you guys listen to this, you've checked out Brooke eventually, the Life Coach School podcast. I cannot recommend her stuff enough, but I'll go over it again. The model, she didn't invent it in the sense that like, this is just how the world works, but she invented kind of like the way to look at it or how to organize it. And um, and the model is that you have a circumstance, which is literally just a fact, right? Like, yeah, it's a fact. Um, uh, I am a woman. And then a thought. And then so you have a circumstance that creates a thought. You have a thought about that circumstance. I'm a woman. Uh, I think I'm awesome. <laughs> um, or maybe the other thing, I guess, because you start with a thought, I mean, sorry, you start with one model that's unintentional, as in like, sorry guys, sorry this is really confusing, but I'm just trying to explain everything quite in depth. Um, I hope it's helpful to some people. But anyway, so you start with an unintentional model, meaning that this is what you kind of just think when you're not really making sure that you're... I don't know, that you're not thinking intentionally, that you're not being careful, or that you're, this is like your default brain. So you do a thought download, and you find a circumstance, and you find a thought that you do a model around. So a circumstance could be, I'm a woman, and then my thought could be like, I am, I never think, this, I don't know, but like, I am a victim to society. I don't know, I sorry, that's not a great one, but I'm... I can't earn as much money as a man, for example, right? That's a thought. I can't earn as much money as a man. And that creates a feeling. And the feeling is um, um, defeated. 
a lot of times, yeah, defeated. And so what kind of actions do I take when I'm feeling like that? So, so circumstance, thought, action, and then, um, no, circumstance, thought, feeling, action. And so action, I would take like, I don't do research. I procrastinate or I, um, I just don't look for ways to make money. I don't take action, I guess. And then the result is that I don't make as much money as a man or anyone else really. And then, so that's the unintentional model. And then you do, the next one is the intentional model, which is where you do that exact same circumstance, but then you decide on a thought that you actually want to have. So for example, circumstance, I'm a woman. And the thought I want to think is that I can make as much money as I want. It doesn't matter. It's just that's my thought. And then you, you find the feelings and the actions and the result. And usually you know when you didn't, you've done the model right, when the thought creates your result. Like the thought proves or the result proves your thought or vice versa. And yeah, so this is my very detailed routine, guys. I hope this is interesting for some people. Um, and I've loved this routine, by the way. Um, it just starts my day. I actually look forward to my mornings so much now. I have, re I really love my mornings. Of course, it's not awesome all the time. Sometimes I just have not great days. Like sometimes my thought downloads are just really terrible. Like I'm just having really, really like mean thoughts about my life. And um, yeah, those aren't so great. But then usually at the end when I do the intentional model, it at least like puts me a little bit closer to neutral and so yes I think that's a better way to start the day and then <laughs> I'm not done yet after that I um, I will either read for 30 minutes or journal for 30 minutes so I will read a book that I've bought recently I told you guys that I had nine books five of them are here and I'm so excited um, the first thing I'm reading is called I Thought It Was Just Me, But It Isn't, and it's by Brene Brown. Uh, I've talked to her a little, I've talked about her before. She's, her, her work has a lot to do with shame. And I decided to go with that first because just from a lot of different things, I'm really understanding that I have a lot of shame. Um... I'm trying to remember how I got to that stage, but pretty much if you're a perfectionist, if you're a procrastinator, if you're self, if you hate yourself, if you have a lot of self-loathing, it probably means you have a lot of shame and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's really, really, really useful to like kind of um, accept it in the way that like, okay, this is an issue I have and now that I know the issue, I can work on it. And for a long time, I think I didn't fully accept it, which is why I would like her books didn't resonate with me um, until now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I read that book first and I just finished it last night. It's really, really good. Um, I'm thinking that I would really like to do a video specifically all about books that I'm reading and like my takeaways from it and um, how it affects my art, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
Anyway, so I either read for 30 minutes or I journal for 30 minutes based on journaling prompts that I um, find in the book. So I will read for 30 minutes and I don't just read as in I just read a book page to page. I really read. Um, I'll also put a link of like this reading note taking system that I've discovered from a YouTuber who also got it from another another person that I'll, I'll link both uh, blog post and video. But I don't just read a book. I've, I've been really studying it. And so what I do is I have a highlighter and I highlight like stuff throughout the book, anything that really resonates with me. And I have these post-it note tabs where I'll either, um, I'll either label it a note. So like if something I like and then it makes me think of something else and I'll write notes on the book, I'll put that as a note and a quote if I just really like a quote. And then finally, like a journaling prompt. Like if there's something that I think I can think more about and apply to my life, I'll, um, I'll put uh, like a tab color, a colored tab for journaling. And so then I'll just switch between days, reading for 30 minutes, journaling for 30 minutes about that stuff and just thinking. And during the journaling, I'm really thinking about how these concepts are like playing out in my life just so I can be more aware of them. And then... And then I do an hour of personal work, which is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> this is during my hour of personal work um, because personal work is really important to me. What I do on my own time is really, really important to me because it's where, you know, it's where the, it's where my life is really heading. So it's where a lot of my goals are being made, are being worked on. And so... I have to make that a priority, so it's one of the first things I work on during the day, and it's non-negotiable. So this whole thing, that's my whole morning routine, and it takes a good amount of time. I used to wake up at 6, but now I'm getting out of bed at 7, because it's just, I think it works better with my schedule, and then I start actual paid work at 11. So that's a big chunk of time. And I had a lot of resistance at it uh, about it, like at the beginning. And it might sound like I've gotten into the groove of it really easily, but that's not true. Um, I think I'm having an easier time now because I'm kind of fed up of you know the way I talk to myself, the way I've been. I'm quite fed up with it, and so I, when I listen to people say like you know, taking care of yourself is non-negotiable. And and also hearing stories about how when people take care of their mental health, that improved their life a lot. I was just really, really, really ready to trust the process that I feel like I've been able to get into it quicker. But before the start of this like podcast or any of this stuff, I really, really struggled with like, journaling, doing any kind of routine. Like I used to be really, really bad at it. And I started and stopped so many times, more than I can count. Like since I was in high school, I've struggled so much with trying to keep a routine of any kind. And I'm still not perfect at it. Like there are times when I, I said I forget my affirmations and I go straight into running, but then I'll just do it right after. 
And sometimes I'll mishear things in there, but like, it's just, I just really, really trust that this is where um, my well-being is gonna, is gonna come from. And so my mental health, I've just decided is so important that I can't just put it off anymore. I have to, I have to include it in my day. So because I have such a belief that this is gonna work, quote unquote work or like that this is going to help me so much with feeling better you know that's I think what's been helping me get into it and and stick with it and yeah I just and I love my mornings now like who doesn't love dancing in the morning and like you know and getting to read a little bit because like I said I love 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 reading and then yeah so after an hour of personal work then I get onto my normal stuff like actual paid work and um it's been good and so i just cannot recommend enough putting your self-care as a priority and self-care can be really deceiving because some people might think self-care means like oh go buy that like thousand dollar purse that you've always wanted or you know like self-care is like eating all these cupcakes because it feels awesome like that's that's not self-care that's indulgence um there's there's a difference and also like i mean of course there's times when you of course you can buy what you want but there's a difference between self-care i think and that um self-care is i think when you actually really take care of yourself and take care of your mind so yeah I just think that if you've been wanting to like give yourself permission to take time in the morning to journal, to read, to run, and seriously guys, make running or doing any kind of exercise as easy as possible. Do whatever is so freaking easy that you'll do it, even if you're exercising for five minutes a day. Um, there was an episode that Brooke said that like, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll link it. It's called Minimum Baseline. Um, she said that, like, you got to increase your minimum baseline. But the thing is, like, if your minimum baseline is low... Oh, man, this is going to be hard to explain right now. But it's where... So let's say you're like, I, I want to, you know, run for half an hour every day. But, but you just... Your minimum baseline is lower than that. You need to like do something for five minutes a day just so that then you can say that I'm a runner or I exercise. Like you, and then when you do five minutes a day, then in six months you can do 10 minutes a day. Like it's better to do five minutes of something every day or whatever your goal is, five minutes every three days or sorry, three times a week, um, than to say I want to do something half an hour but then not do it at all. So that's, uh, I, she does a better job of explaining it because <laughs> she has a very like, you know, every, every podcast has its own topic. I feel like I'm just doing like chatting. I hope that's cool. Um, but I'll just, you know, I'll just link it as usual. Um, yeah, so that's my morning and then that's my, that's my routine right now. I don't feel like I have that much more to say. I can talk really quickly about what I'm working on with my coach right now. Um, so she markets herself as a busy-aholic coach. It's somebody who's really addicted to saying 
to saying that they're busy, but then they don't actually get that much done, and they're they're frantic and anxious most of the time, but it doesn't seem like anything's going anywhere. Um, and so I've been working with her around my perfectionism, around my people pleasing, a lot around shame, um, and she's been really helping me with all sorts of stuff. But in terms of art, she's helping me a lot when it comes to finding like my art style and being really trying to be less judgmental to myself. Um, yeah, because I have I I have quite a bit of shame around my art style. Like for example, this this picture that you're seeing me create right now. I still feel like it's too heavily influenced by an amazing artist, Lois. You guys know who she is. Um, but she was working with me and we were talking about how like, um, oh, you know what? I'm going to show you guys some of the models that I've been doing. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So I was looking through, because I have so many journal entries now since I've started all of this. I use a... I use an online journaling tool, by the way, like I, I do it all digitally. I know that there's something about um, writing stuff down physically on paper that I think many people prefer. So it's up to you guys. But personally, for me, I really like typing it because my thoughts come at me quite quickly. And I find it really annoying um, when when I'm, my hand is slower than what my thoughts are. And so, especially for thought downloads, I really like the digital version because I type very quickly. And so, like, it just feels a lot nicer to be able to, like, just let it all flow kind of thing. But with um, my affirmations, though, I write it on paper. Um, yeah, I think I like that personally. But if you guys like the digital, um, the digital style, there's this website called penzu.com. It's really cool. Um, I I, I subscribe to it so that I can have unlimited journals, and then I have journals for arts, all sorts of stuff. Um, anyway, so I have a journal that's just for thought download and models. And here's something that I here's an unintentional model that I did a while ago. So circumstance. This isn't actually a circumstance. This is like a possible circumstance, like if I got success in the future. So let's say, so let's say um, I had a circumstance where I didn't gain success by doing something quote unquote hard. Uh, people will think I'm not a real artist. And then my thought about that, well, I guess it makes more sense where my thought is people will think I'm not a real artist. I'll think I'm weak. And so the feeling I get from that is shame, which is a really frustrating feeling. And my actions is, you know, I postpone finding my style. I spend hours on Instagram comparing myself to other artists. I'm, I'm worrying more about making that perfect image that shows that I'm doing something hard and challenging myself rather than actually doing, so I procrastinate. And then the result is that I am weakened by other pe people's opinions. So if you see again like how that thought, I think I'm weak, creates the result. 
that I'm weakened, which is just like, I can't get enough of this. Like, I can't get enough of how much our thoughts create our results. So working on our thoughts and working on changing our thoughts is just so, 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 so important. Here's another model, and I also have an intentional model that goes with it that I think would be really useful for all you artists out there. So this has to do with finding my art style and like trying to find out who I really am, all that kind of stuff when it comes to art. So let's say the circumstance is I want to draw something, right? Like I'm sitting in front of my computer and the circumstance, I want to draw something. My thought, my unintentional thought, this is just my default, I just have this without thinking. I'll think, what's inside my soul? <laughs> who am I? Uh, what's popular? How can I make things popular so the viewer will like it? So with those thoughts, I feel confused. And my action is I stay in confusion. I look for, I look for inspiration. I pretty much do everything but make a decision to paint or draw something. And the result is that I never find out who I am as an artist, right? Then I did the intentional model. So same circumstance. I want to draw something. Uh, and then the thought that I want to have while during that circumstance is... What would be really fun and relaxing to draw? So then I get a feeling of curious. And then my action is I do a lot more exploration. I experiment with things I like. I actually draw. And then the result is I have fun and I find my voice. Like, I hope you guys can hear how much, how, how powerful that is. Like, I just, I think that's so cool personally. And I think it's like a really, really, really interesting tool. And I'm going to keep using it for like the rest of my life because it really reveals just what you need to do to like help yourself and actually do the things that you want to do and, you know, not disappoint yourself anymore. So yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. Um, Oh, so all my people, if you guys are listening to the end as well, like last time, I'm so happy that you're here. I seriously cannot thank you guys enough for writing writing those comments because that was seriously like the highlight of so many of my days was just reading someone being like, hey, I'm your person. Like, that was so cool. That was so nice. Um, I have this little idea of like maybe making a Facebook group for us somewhere down the line. I think that would be really cool because I, yeah, I just want like, I think it would be cool for like a real time way of like sharing our discoveries um, kind of thing. Like I love it when I, if I have a thought and I have like this idea from that I got from a book or watching something and then I just quickly post on the Facebook group and be like, whoa, I have this idea for like a video about, you know, about our thoughts, about art, about all that kind of stuff. What do you guys think? Um, or just, you know, sh sharing our progress, sharing what we're up to. 
for all my people. <laughs> I just think that would be kind of cool. I don't use Facebook that much, but I can imagine myself really getting into Facebook groups and like checking it all the time if we did something like that. Um, so yeah, let me know if that's interesting to you guys because that's super interesting to me. Oh, and then sometimes maybe, um, maybe I could um, uh, do Facebook Lives. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it could be on YouTube too, either one. I don't know yet. We'll see, we'll see. But I just thought like it'd be cool for to do Facebook Lives um, just with like a little bit of like exclusivity. Um, not not to exclude people, but just so that like if I read a book and there's some really, maybe some things that are a little bit more private or some things that I don't want to just like blast out into the world, then like, you know, it's like, it's more of like a safe space kind of thing. Um I think that would be really cool. I uh, so please let me know what you think of that. I would love to. I would love to create a Facebook group for for us. Anyway, yeah. So guys, thanks so much for listening again. Another long one today. Um, I'm sorry about the weird art video. I hope you guys still got a lot out of this. And all right, well, talk to you guys in episode three. Bye bye.